You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. With the Hall of Famer Warren Moon Game Analyst for the Seahawks Radio Network. Warren, as always, we appreciate the time. How are you? I'm doing great, Brian. How are you? How are you doing, Cordell, this morning? Is it morning there or is it afternoon yet? We're all confused because oh, yeah, we, right? we stayed up late watching that thrilling game. Yes, we did. And, Warren, you know, speaking of the game, we've had an opportunity to, to hear all the noise and the buzz about Alex Smith and wondering, can he get it done for us throwing the football down the field? Uh, some allude to saying Patrick Mahomes comes in because Alex Smith doesn't have the big arm. Well, yesterday he's proved on a few throws, big throws, I think, gut-wrenching throws, that pretty much put the dagger, I think, into that defense to the point where he ended up that, ended up in that game 20-35, to 35, throwing four touchdowns, averaging 10.5 yards a throw. Give me your take on what you think of Alex Smith now moving forward. Well, I think, for one, he's got some speed now to throw the football to down the field, and I think he feels more confident that uh, guys are going to get separation. And sometimes there's quarterbacks that, that uh, need to see separation before they're going to let the ball go downfield, or otherwise they're going to take the more conservative approach. And, and I think if you look at the receivers last night for uh, for Kansas City, there was separation every time they, they were against a player on the uh, – the Patriots football team, so it gave him the opportunity to throw the football down the field. Now, whether he's going to continue to do that, I'm not sure, uh, but hopefully he will because he does have those type of playmakers on that team now. Warren, let's make the move to the game. You're getting ready to call. It should be a tremendous matchup, potential preview of the NFC championship game with Seattle and Green Bay getting together. What do you think Sheldon Richardson is going to bring your defense coming over from the Jets, Seattle, adding yet another pro bowler to the front seven? Just another playmaker from the inside on the interior. We, we have always been looking for a great interior pass rusher. A lot of times we've had to move Michael Bennett inside so we can get uh, pressure from the inside. But now we'll be able to keep Michael Bennett on the outside along with Cliff Averill um, uh, and Frank Clark and then have a guy like a Shelton Richardson on the inside causing havoc. So that doesn't allow quarterbacks to step up as much away from that pressure on the outside. So it gives you a, a much more balanced pass rush and another playmaker, like I said, on the inside. Over the past few years, uh, it seems as if the Seattle Seahawks have been trying to find a way to use Jimmy Graham. After being in New Orleans, we saw he and Drew Brees, you know, get in the red zone similar to Rob Gronkowski and when things were really good for him as far as his health is concerned, catch the ball at his highest points in certain areas, trying to create matchups, whether it's through motions or, or lining up outside to see if a linebacker or a DB would cover him. How do you see the Seattle Seahawks offense using him this year? Because if he gets in the passing game, it makes life a little bit easier, uh, I would say, for Russell Wilson. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think the only way we haven't utilized him as much as we should is in the in the red zone. Um, you know, putting him outside and, and and making him isolated one on one with guys. Uh, I think we can do a better job of that. But if you look at his numbers last year, I think he had seventy receptions for almost a thousand yards, nine hundred and something yards. But he only had six touchdowns. So I'd like to see that touchdowns go up to about maybe ten. Uh, and if you just utilize him a little bit more in the in the red zone, you can get those numbers. So I think the Seahawks have done that this off season. I've seen a lot more uh, times where he's lined up in situations where they're going to try and isolate him on a on a smaller guy and try and take advantage of that mismatch. And one of the things Russell has to understand is. He, he's so used to doing everything perfect, and he wants to throw the perfect ball all the time. But with Jimmy Graham, at times down there, you want to throw a bad ball, a bad, perfect ball, believe it or not. It, it, you'd have to call it that. Because you want to throw it high and, and only where he can get it 
uh, as opposed to anybody else can get it. And, and sometimes Russell just wants to make every throw perfect. But to him, you want to make a bad throw, but it's a good bad throw because you're trying to do this in this situation. Getting you ready for Green Bay and Seattle with a great friend of the program, the Hall of Famer Warren Moon, game analyst for the Seahawks Radio Network. Warren, what's your outlook at the running back position? Thomas Rawls listed as the starter dealing with an ankle injury, and you got Eddie Lacy heading back to Green Bay. Yeah, and he's fired up about it, and, and most players are fired up when they go play against their uh their former team, especially if it was a team they felt like gave up on them. So hopefully that'll be his motivation to really uh, run the ball physically and, and, and tough this weekend because it's going to take that against this Green Bay football team. And uh, Eddie isn't 100% right now. He had that ankle injury surgery in the off season. He's running good, but he's not as explosive as he used to be, and I think that's going to come back in time. But we also have, you know, Thomas Rawls. We also have this young kid, Chris Carson, who had a great preseason, a rookie from Oklahoma State that they're high on, and C.J. Prosite. So we'll be running by, uh, back by committee this, this, uh, this season. Uh, but I think Eddie's going to get the bulk of the, uh, of the carries if, if he's up to the speed because that's what Pete wants. He wants that physical, tough running game like we had when Marshawn Lynch was there. Warren, it seems like the, the Seahawks defense obviously is the, the focal point of this team because they're, they're the most outspoken ones, uh, let's just say, at the complex. Michael Bennett, uh, the altercation he had in Vegas uh, after the fight and, and hearing the reports, how has the team handled uh, that situation? Are they using that uh, as an edge and, and focusing in a little bit more, taking care of one another, or the guys are, are somewhat uh, frustrated because how things may have been handled? Well, I think it's a rallying cry for the football team. First of all, they want to make sure that Michael's okay. So like any family, they're going to uh, give him as much support as they possibly can. But it also brings the point home just a little bit more about what Michael and some of the other guys around the league have been uh, have been talking about as far as you know racial equality and, and different things like that in this country. Uh, it, it happened to a guy who's been one of the most outspoken about it so uh, it really brings that point home and it's and it also uh, lets these guys know that they have to really be careful when they're out in the streets uh and they're out at night or whatever it might be uh with the way they do things because they're being judged a little bit differently and uh, they're going to be looked at a little bit differently so they want to make sure they they keep themselves out of any type of trouble so they don't have to have these confrontations with police officers or, or anybody else out there in society Warren, I know you're not the general manager, but we're aware that Russell Wilson dealt with injuries last year. If Russell, unfortunately, were to go down this year, would this team really move forward with Austin Davis as the quarterback? It depends on how many games Russell would, would have to miss, but if he missed an extended amount of time, I'm sure they would go out and look for you know a more veteran quarterback, somebody like a Colin Kaepernick, somebody that they have a history with as far as knowing what his uh, his strengths and weaknesses are because we played against him so many times in this division. They've already had him in for a visit so they could find out you know who he is and, and uh, how, how uh, serious he is about football. Um, so they got a pretty good understanding of that. So he would be a guy I think what most teams around the NFL would be looking for if their starter went down for any extended period of time because he does have a lot of starting experience in the league. But as for right now, most teams want to try and develop a young guy behind their starter, and I think that's one of the reasons why he's not getting an opportunity to go along with some of the other things he brings to the table off the field. Well, we know for sure that locker room has has a, a bunch of personalities that will be able to embrace a Colin Kaepernick if that were to happen. But Give me your take on what is it going to take for this Kent, this Seattle Seahawks team to to beat this Green Bay team on the road. We've got to control the football and, and control the uh, the time of possession, 
and the tempo of the game because we can't let Aaron Rodgers have um, more uh, opportunities than than, uh, than he should because once you give him that many opportunities, at some point he's going to get hot and, and really kind of you know light up your secondary. Um, so if we can run the football, you know, keep the uh, the chains moving, keep the clock moving, and then score points, uh, we have a chance to beat this football team. And we also have to make him uncomfortable in the pocket. And I think having a Shelton Richardson on the inside to go along with the other guys we have in our pass rush, we have the ability to, to, to put pressure on him with four guys and still be able to play coverage in the back end. And if you can do that against him, you have a chance of beating Green Bay because you want to make him as uncomfortable as possible. Try not to let him outside of the pocket. Try and make him throw it from the pocket, but throw it from the pocket uh, when he just can't step into all his throws and make make those uh, miraculous throws that he's used to making. Warren, it's always a pleasure. Have a great call on the road to Lambeau Field coming up on Sunday. Because Cordell has owed you this dinner now for decades, I want to settle this debt. We're going to see you at the Super Bowl in Minnesota. I'm going to make the reservation. What kind of food do you want when Cordell finally buys you dinner? Oh, definitely steak. Um, you know, a nice little bone-in ribeye, probably 22 ounces, and uh, we'll just go from there with the sides. But Cordell knows what I like, and uh, I'm willing to wait. I'm willing to wait these next four months to get that meal, but... I will do it. Well, let me say this here. He said he's going to set the dinner. You know he loves Subway, by the way. You know that, don't you? We'll be eating fresh together in the Twin Cities. <laughs> well, Subway has steak sandwiches, right? There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Ward. Safe travels and have a great call right, on guys, Sunday. Take care. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.